Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. You done? <laughs> DIY Money. Ah! <laughs> oh, Daniel, we're back at it today. We got a couple of questions in the queue, and I'm excited about that. How's the queue coming along? Oh, speaking of the queue, the queue is a little sparse. We're looking for a couple more questions. It's really quite simple. I had an avid podcast listener send me a great email uh, question, and I said, and I was going to blog it, and then I said, can you send this to us in an audio format? I'd like to use it on the show. And you get 25 bucks from Amazon. And uh, she wrote back and said, would love to. How do I do that? Where should I send it to? So if you're new to the show and you have no idea what we're talking about, all of these audio questions that we're answering obviously come from listeners. Uh, they They are solicited in that we are trying to create the content for the show. And we have a reward for that. It's a very simple process. Simply get onto your voice memo if you have an iPhone, record your question, and then share it through your email, which is all very simple on there, and send it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast at DIYmoney.org. Now, if you have an Android, you have to download some kind of app, voice recording app, I would imagine it's pretty simple, uh, voice record or voice memo app, and then do the same thing. Just send it to us. And well, if we choose that to use on the show and we answer your question on the podcast, Derek, our intern, will send you a $25 Amazon gift card and links to the show so you can share it with all your friends, etc. That's how we get the content. It's very, very simple. Now, if you send us one, in an Insta post or in a uh, email, we may blog it, and uh, that's also great content. But we won't get you for twenty five bucks. So it's pretty simple. The queue is running a little sparse. We have a few uh, for the next several shows, but we'd love to keep that coming. So again, send us your voice memo question to podcast at diymoney.org. All right, this is a interesting question. I really went back and forth on whether we should use this on the show, but then I remembered that it dovetailed nicely into a previous podcast where someone asked about giving, and they specifically said, you know, at what point do I start giving? We, you know, kind of, I don't know, got on a soapbox a little bit, you know, we tried to be a little political, I don't know. Bottom line is, I think it's safe to say Daniel and I were pretty faithful givers and that we we have a, a we we subscribe to that as a as a as a significant priority in our lives. So, I don't know why we hide that. We're not hiding that. And I think it's very important. But I also believe that there are not just ways to give that have to be financial. There are other ways you can give and that is a great lead in to our current question today from 
Jonathan in South Florida. Jonathan, hit us with your question. What do you got? D-I-Y! Hey guys, this is Jonathan Pointer calling from South Florida. You hear some leaders talking about giving money away even before paying your bills. Yet this is in direct conflict with the fear of running out. Talk to us about this dynamic and how this plays out in life. That's deep. Deep. That is deep. I mean, it's not just, hey, you hear some leaders talk about giving, and then he goes into a direct conflict of the fear of running out. Um, I, I, I'm not going to, I, I, and I personally, I am not going to address the fear of running out in, uh, as far as a, a mantra, I think that could take us down a pretty significant rabbit hole, but I have heard of many leaders. And I think what Jonathan is referring to is probably religious leaders, um, asking for funds or finances, you know, regardless of a person's financial position and many times even insinuating that if they do that, then they will receive some sort of monetary blessing. And I think many times they even quote scripture uh, regarding that. So what, what? let's address that, Daniel. What are your thoughts on on that? Okay, so there's two layers to this. Obviously, there's a personal lens and so forth as far as, as giving... Um, and our, the way our family values giving charitably and religiously and so forth. But, uh, let me put first on sort of the CFP, the certified financial planning professional hat and speak from, uh, that angle, because I, I give this caveat a lot of times when people come in, uh, for financial planning, or we work with people on budgeting and so forth that, uh, when it comes to financial planning, my job is to, to bring the numbers and the reality and the objectivity uh, to the plan, and then it's their job to bring in the values and what they want to budget around and the goals that they have and so forth. And so from a financial planning perspective, uh, you have to make your budget work and the numbers will either work or not work as, as you track. And then as you go, okay, here's what I want to spend money on. If that bottom line is negative and you change nothing, the bottom line will continue to be negative. So if you give beyond your means, uh, again, I'm talking just math here, the means are going to be negative. Your monthly budget will be negative. You'll you'll have a deficit and so forth. So you're actually, you're taking on debt. Uh, you're, you're giving with other people's money or uh, put a different way, you're not prioritizing the giving that you say is valuable to you by cutting something that you find equally important to you because your budget is negative. And so uh, if you want to give, giving requires sacrifice. And so you you have to make a conscious choice of what else in your budget can go. It's it's like uh, it's not like any other spending category because it's charitable giving. But when it comes down to sort of objectively just looking at the various categories on the page, it is. And and it's a category that you either have to prioritize and value or not. Now, if anybody in particular is pressuring you uh, to give beyond your means, beyond what uh, you have available, I say, I guess I would say, um, find maybe a second opinion on that. Uh, seek out a, a certified financial planner uh, and or a, a person who aligns with your particular beliefs, but isn't associated with that organization um, that you're looking to give to. And and just kind of litmus test it with somebody who's kind of objective to the situation. So 
I think I danced around that as politically as possible. Um, we as a family make giving a priority uh, to both our religious institution and uh, certain non-religious charitable uh, endeavors that we like. And But we make that a budget item. And so uh, in practical sense, there's things that we can't do because we're giving. So, uh, you know, there's we could take an extra vacation a year, but, you know, we choose to give charitably. We could eat out more, uh, but we don't because we choose to give charitably. So uh, by the nature of us giving charitably, uh, we automatically have chosen not to do something else. There have been periods of, of life where income has been low uh, for our family and our giving percentage has ebbed and flowed over time. Uh, and now it's it's where we've chosen it to be and where we feel like we want to prioritize it as a family. That's great. I appreciate you sharing not only your uh, thoughts in general, but your personal personal story, uh, your personal experience as well. And that, I think that's what we have to do. It's a personal question. It's a personal process, if you will. Uh, and so I, I, I think I can only share with you from my standpoint a personal example. Uh, December 31st, 2003, uh, my wife and I, at the time we were engaged, we were uh, on a mission trip. We went to Haiti. And we, it was a fluke of a thing how we even got there, but we found ourselves there. Uh, I'll spare you the entire story, but uh, bottom line is we met a young man. Uh, his father had recently been killed. We verified that story. Uh, we ultimately spent some time with the mother, uh, this young man who was around 12, and his younger brother and younger sister. This young man at the age of 12 years old uh, was uh, taking scraps that he found in the street, making crafts and selling them to pay for their house and food for the family. Um, 12 years old. My wife and I uh, were so moved by that that we wanted to help financially. We did with what we could. Uh, we made a commitment to that young man uh, to send in money to help them financially and to send him to school. Uh, school cost money in Haiti, and it, it, there's no if you don't have that money and you don't have the ability to buy a uniform and buy your books, you, you do not go to school. I can I can legitimately tell you I had no idea how we were going to pay for that. Uh, we were at the time, if you've heard from previous podcasts, we were working diligently to set money aside to pay for our own wedding, September of that year, 2004. Uh, and so I had no idea what I was going to do to send in continuous money. Now, it wasn't an extraordinary amount. A year's worth of rent was $600. Um, but it was considerable for us at the time. But personally, I knew that if I had to take a second job, if I had to work even harder to send in money so that this family could live and this young man could go to school, I was willing to do it. No question about it. I was so moved. My wife and I felt so led to give that there was no even a second thought about it. We were going to do it. I view that in as direct contrast to someone who is maybe sitting in a pew or on a television, in front of a television or listening to a radio station or even a podcast, and they're working diligently to get out of the financial situation that they might be in that bad choices have put them in, 
and someone is trying to convince them to give, and then they're feeling almost guilted or pressured into doing so. And I think, as Daniel put it, in that perspective, I would at minimum seek a second opinion, and I'll give it to you. Don't do it. I'm sorry. You may send me an email and go, you're an idiot. I'm giving because my pastor says to do so. I'm still broke. But I think what Daniel said was exceptional in that you are borrowing money to give that. You're basically giving someone else's money away. I believe you can still give without giving financially in that scenario, and that is your time. That is your resources that could potentially not necessarily be your money. So if you are feeling led, whatever the reason is, whether it's a a, a faith, religious, spiritual rationale, or it's just the right thing to do, and you have the ability to work extra, take money from this, et cetera, et cetera, or sacrifice, as Daniel said, in one area to give, I'm for it, and I champion you, and I celebrate you, and I think it's wonderful. In the, in the exact other scenario, if you are pressured into feeling guilty to or you know any other reason and it's going to detract from your financial goals and it's not pure, I think you avoid that tremendously. You, you, you just avoid it. That's my opinion. I know that's why somebody sent, that's why Jonathan sent the audio. So we're not, I'm not going to bunt. I'm not going to say what I said. So there you go. Daniel, anything else there to add? I guess I would just say that uh, whatever it is you choose to do, kind of understand uh, why it is that you chose that. What What is the why behind it? What is it uh, that you're hoping to get out of it? Or why is it that you truly believe it? Don't, uh, don't necessarily structure your financial life uh, necessarily around other people's priorities or things that they say, whether that's giving or like we talked about in another episode, going out with friends, et cetera. You have to stick to what you value. Now, if if over time you need to kind of have a heart check and and check your values, um, and if you want to grow in those, whether that's uh, spiritually or secularly, whatever that is, if, if there's certain things that you seek to uh, grow in, if, if you seek to give more to, uh, I don't know, cancer, you can't give to cancer, but you can give to cure for cancer or something of that nature, right? Like if, if that's something that you want to value more over time and, and you want to grow in having a bigger heart for that value, uh, then do so and align your budget more and more for that. But understand intrinsically uh, why it is you're doing what you're doing. It's, it's nobody else's uh, business to control your budget, but it is your business to budget according to what it is that you value. Boom. Excellent conclusion. There you go, Jonathan. Great question. I uh, appreciate sending that in, and Derek will reach out, send you the $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth or the secret to giving more is really not all that complicated. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.